Pronunciation Pro. Hello again. In this episode of the Pronunciation Pro podcast, we are going to go over the five most common error patterns in American English pronunciation. Now, I want to talk about error patterns because this is how you fix your pronunciation mistakes in a faster way. It would obviously take so much longer to go through the dictionary word by word and correct each sound of American English that you might be pronouncing incorrectly. That obviously is not the fastest way. What I want to share with you is what we call in speech therapy error patterns. And as a speech therapist or a speech pathologist, I have a master's degree in speech language pathology, communication sciences and disorders. And what I learned through that is a systematic way of analyzing and correcting speech patterns. So I carry this into accent reduction training in order to help my students learn how to speak English clearly with an American accent. So we're reshaping their accent from their native language to more of an American sounding accent. And this is done by reshaping the sounds of American English and the rhythm of American English. And there's a systematic way to do it so that we can correct these error patterns faster. So that's why I say my background really gives me a huge advantage in helping you be able to get the results that you need as quickly as possible when you're trying to change the way that you speak American English. So like I was saying, we're looking for patterns. I'm essentially gathering up the way that you speak English into buckets. And we're going to put these error patterns into buckets so that we can take a bucket at a time and correct that bucket and go to another bucket and correct that bucket and another one and correct that bucket. Does that make sense? So there is a very systematic research-based method to reshaping the way that you speak American English. Now today I want to talk to you about the five most common error patterns in American English pronunciation. So over the last 13 years, as I have been teaching the American accent to non-native English speakers, I have definitely noticed patterns. I've noticed what is the most common error patterns and what we almost always have to work on with each student, no matter what their native language is. So we're gonna go through those five. So I'm gonna start with number five and go four, three, two, and one. So one being the very, very most common error pattern. So number five is the rolled R. And maybe I should not just limit it to rolled R, but just error patterns in the R sound, the American R sound. So what I hear commonly is a rolled R, rolled, rolled. And so either rolled, or it's reduced, and instead of saying a full er sound, it's more like uh, uh, color, color, instead of color, 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 father, father. You hear the difference there? It's kind of a reduced R sound. This is very common with British English, so if there's any kind of British influence on the 
way that you speak English, then you're probably going to reduce that R sound. So the rolled R, what's happening is that tongue is coming up and trilling on the roof of your mouth. So rolled, rolled. What needs to happen for an American English R is that tongue tip needs to come down. It's the back of the tongue that is bunched up in the back of the throat. So er, 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 rolled, rolled. So do you hear that smoothness versus rolled, 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 rolled. So that is the fifth most common error pattern in American English that I've heard from my students. So you have to bring that tongue tip down and bunch up the tongue in the back of the throat, er, rolled, rock, river, right, red, and you have to practice that. So in my program, we break it down into three different R groups. There's initial R, R blends, and R vowels. So initial R is just R at the beginning of the word. So we're gonna river, road, red, and we're gonna really teach you how to get that R in the right position in the initial position. And then R blends are like where it has a consonant than R. So braid and train and practice, okay? A lot of times it's easier to get that R in position for a GR or a KR sound. So great and crazy. The reason for that is the K and the G are produced in the back of the throat, similar position to where the R needs to be. So we're doing cur, cur, gur, gur. And it helps that tongue get familiar with that placement in the back of the throat. So it really, really helps to first get the R blend, R in place, and then Sometimes it's easier to go than initial R or R vowel. So let me explain R vowel. So R vowel is a vowel and then an R. So A-R-E-R-I-R-O-R. So er, or, air, ear. Any of those, those type of R vowels are gonna have a little bit of different quality to it depending on which vowel is used before. But as you practice getting that tongue bunched up in the back of the throat, it will become a much stronger R than sometimes a reduced R that I hear in, in a lot of R vowels. So within my program, we go through each one of these. There's videos, there's exercises, there's practice that goes into each one of those. And what's interesting is I love when my students come to the study group when they're working on these R's because a lot of times what we can do is I can figure out or test the R sounds and see if we can find an R, a word that has an R in it that you're saying really, really clearly. So you're doing a good American R. So if I can find a word that you're using a really good American R on, then we can use that as a baseline to help you then get the other R's into place. So that's the advantage of having that feedback from an American trainer is that we can really dissect the way that you're doing it and really help shape that so you can be practicing it correctly. 
all right? So if you want to join Pronunciation Pro and get in on some of these study groups where you get live feedback, just jump right in, you get a seven-day trial, and we'll practice it together. All right, the fourth most common error pattern in American English is dropping ending sounds. So I hear this a lot where the ending sounds of words, the, the consonant sounds at the end of words, they're just deleted or dropped. And this is probably coming from a native language or the way that you kind of reduce or minimize some of your words in your native language. Or it could just be specific to English, American English, the way you speak English, is you're dropping these ending sounds. Very frequently, it's like the plural S or the past tense ED or the T's and D's and K's and G's. So for example, the word like, it would be lie, lie. And then with the word with, it would just be with, with. So in connected speech, it's very common for my students to just drop ending sounds. So we really have to slow it down and we have to make sure and have a very deliberate practice of getting those ending sounds on words. Because as you can tell, if I'm meaning to say like and I say lie, those are two different words in American English. So there's going to be a lot of confusion there if you are dropping ending sounds and changing the whole word. Getting your ending sounds on words, really practicing completing the words with all of the sounds in the word is very, very important in your practice. Okay, the third most common error pattern in American English pronunciation is distorting vowels. Now, I know this is unfair for me to lump all vowels together. If I were to choose one set of vowels that are the very most common for people to make mistakes with, it's the short I and long E, so I, E. So instead of what it should be in American English as this, I'm hearing these, these, okay? So short I getting this is it instead of these is eat, okay? This is it, this is it, these is eat, okay? That's substituting the long E sound instead of the short I, which is an American short I. So that is the very most common vowel error problem that I hear from my students. But when I'm talking about vowel distortion, what we really need to understand is there are long vowels and there are short vowels. And there's a quality to each of these vowels that we need to be very clear in as you're speaking in American English. Because when you change the vowel, you change the word. Very frequently, the vowel difference, and we talk about this as minimal pairs, is it's the difference in these vowels creates a whole different word if you say it incorrectly. Such as hat, or hit, or hot. These are all different words depending on which vowel you use. So you have to really understand the difference between long vowels and short vowels. And so I hear a lot of errors in not pronouncing the long vowels long enough, not getting the full movement like A, E, I, O. So cake or heat or five or how, OK? 
okay? If you're not getting that full movement with the mouth, you're probably saying more of a short vowel instead, and it's gonna change the whole word. So third most common error pattern is vowel distortion. So we really need to dive in and understand the vowels, really understand the long vowels, the short vowels, and moving our mouth more through the vowels so we get the correct quality to those vowels. Okay, the second most common error pattern is the voiced and voiceless TH sound. So or th. So we talk about voiced and voiceless sounds in my program, but basically there are a lot of these voiced and voiceless pairs in American English. And so for the TH sound, the mouth is in the same position. It's the tongue between the front teeth, and it's a continuous sound, and either our voice is on or off. So for example, that is a voiced TH at the beginning. That think is voiceless at the beginning of the word. Think. You hear that's kind of a, a voiceless beginning. Think. Now the common error or substitution that I hear is instead of the voiced TH sound, I hear D or Z sound, D or Z. So instead of this, this, I hear dis or zis. And instead of think, I hear tink or sink. So if you're not hearing the difference between those words that I just said, we need to step back and do more listening exercises. Because until you can hear the difference between think and sink or tink, then you're gonna have a really hard time pronouncing that TH sound correctly. Now, correcting this sound is all about hearing it correctly and being able to get your tongue in position between your teeth. And the number one most common error pattern in American English pronunciation is speaking too fast. <laughs> Now this issue of speaking too quickly. This is a universal problem. Almost every single one of my students have a struggle with this. In speaking American English, they just speak too fast. And because they speak too fast, the sounds get jumbled together. There's not full pronunciation. It becomes very weak pronunciation or distorted pronunciation. They're not listening to themselves and so they can't accurately correct their own mistakes. And so this issue of speaking too quickly is the very first thing that I address in my program. I always say, slow down, move your mouth, and speak up. So slowing down really helps bring our awareness to our speech, because unless there's awareness, we don't have the opportunity to change. And unless we slow down our speech, there's just no awareness. So we have to slow that down and move our mouth more. Once you do this, you will be shocked at how quickly you will improve your pronunciation because most of you already know the mistakes that you're making. You just aren't slowing down enough to hear them or recognize them in order to change them. 
So slowing down that speed is going to make a huge, huge difference for you. Okay, so I'm going to review these five, and then I'm gonna tell you about a practice that you can do on your own that will address these five and help you to be able to correct them on your own. So the first one is slow down. The second one is the TH sound. The third is distorted vowels. The fourth is dropping ending sounds or deleting ending sounds. The fifth is rolling the R or reducing the R. So let me tell you how I want you to practice so that you can fix these error patterns. So I always talk to my students about reading out loud for at least two minutes every day. Everyone has two minutes that they can grab a book, grab an article, anything you're reading on your phone or online, and just read it out loud for two minutes. During that reading practice, what I want you to do is shift your attention to one of these error patterns. So the first time that you're reading, the first day of the week that you're reading, you are just going to focus on slowing down your pace. So reading slowly, paying attention to the way that your mouth is moving, listening to the way that you are speaking and pronouncing the words that you're reading, okay? Then the next time that you are practicing, or if you want to just read through a page once, focus on slowing down and then read through it again, same page, but then the next one working on the TH sound. So anytime there's a TH, Focus on getting your mouth in the right position and getting that correct TH sound. And then the third time you go through this practice, you're going to just focus on vowels. You're gonna do the very best that you can in getting the either the long vowel or the short vowel and the correct vowel in place. And then the next time you're going to work on just fixing the dropped ending. Put your attention on the ending sounds of words and make sure you're finishing words as you're reading. And then the fifth time, you're gonna go through and correct the R sound. You're gonna try and pull that tongue back into the back of your throat and you're gonna get that smooth err, and you're gonna, you're gonna bring that tongue tip down so that it's not rolling, okay? Bring it down and to the back of the throat. And it may help to kind of go backwards through this. So, rolled R's first, then dropped endings, then distorted vowels, then TH sound, and then the speed. But only do as much as you can handle. So don't get overwhelmed that like, oh, I can't do it all today, so I'm not gonna do it at all. No, two minutes a day, choose one of these error patterns that you know you're doing incorrectly and get that practice in and do that consistently daily, two minute a day read out loud practice with your focus on one of these common error patterns. And then as you do that consistently, you will clean up that error pattern and then you can kind of move on and keep cleaning up these buckets or these areas that you're making these mistakes. I know that as you do this practice, you will see results. You will be able to correct these error patterns. Now, some of these, like the rolled R's and the vowels especially, really do, it really does help to have feedback from an American trainer so that you are practicing it correctly. So definitely jump in, do a trial, and come to a study group 
or join my program, or if you're already a member, just come to our study groups and make sure that you're practicing it correctly. That's what we're here for. We really want to make sure that when you are spending your time practicing that you're doing it correctly. Because if you're going to be putting the time in, let's just make sure it's really effective time. Again, it's all about correcting the patterns, the patterns of American English. That's the fastest way to correct the way that you pronounce sounds in American English, as opposed to going word by word by word by word. <laughs> now, if you're curious what exact error patterns that you're doing in your pronunciation of American English, we have a full accent assessment that you can purchase at pronunciationpro.com. Just go to a pricing page and go all the way down to the bottom. And what that is is that you go through a four-part evaluation where you record yourself reading words, putting those words into sentences. There's a conversational sample that you'll send us. And one of our trainers will listen to it and evaluate it and be able to identify the error patterns that you're doing in American English. And we'll write a full report outlining your error patterns and describing what it is that's the difference between the way that you speak and a native English speaker is speaking. This gives the ultimate level of awareness to knowing exactly what you need to focus on. So during that two minute a day practice, you could just take your report, your accent assessment report, and you can just focus on one of those areas, one at a time. And as you do, you'll be able to correct those error patterns and shift your speaking to more of an American sounding English. All right, so I hope this was very helpful today. I really just want you to have the success that you need and being able to shift the way you speak English so it's clear, it's easy to understand because your voice matters, you matter, and what you're saying matters. So we really wanna make sure that you are clear, easy to understand, and that you feel confident speaking English. Confidence is everything. When you feel confident, you can do anything. So we really want you to feel confident in speaking English so that you can get your voice out there in a bigger way and go after your dreams. Go after the things that really matter most to you and connect with people who matter most to you. All right, so put these things into practice. Let me know how it goes, and we always would love to have you at pronunciationpro.com and be part of our pro community. All right, we'll see you again next time. Your voice is important and needs to be heard. If you're ready to speak English clearly and with greater confidence, I invite you to join me at pronunciationpro.com. Pronunciation Pro.